Insta Immersion. Welcome everybody back to I Am Talk. We have my good friend Janet Mikey Lau in the house. And Janet, just thank you so much for coming on set today. Yes. Thank you for inviting me, Alex. And thank you for watching. Yeah. Um, I always just love to recollect um, our first encounter. I don't think I really remember the exact first time that we met, but I just remember meeting you through my wife, probably through work. And um, yeah, just learning more about your passion and we'll probably get to that later. But um, I know you started off as uh, when I met you and probably for what you're still doing right now is is you're involved in urban planning. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, your wife and I are both urban mm -hmm. planners and I currently work for the city and county. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. And I, from what I understand through my um, intensive research uh, on you going on JanetMinkyLau.com, <laughs> that you also had a background in finance, too. I did, yeah, for undergrad. Yeah, so kind of share a little bit with me about just your journey through your undergrad and kind of coming to, to what you're doing right now. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I studied finance and I went to business school and... My journey has definitely been like very winding. Mm. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and so I, I picked business to you know make my parents happy. Yeah. But like I didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer or mm. something like that. Um, and I ended up uh, majoring in finance, and I did investment banking for a year. Oh, nice! So you know when you do something, and then you really know you don't want to do it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I've been so. there many times. That was so, consulting for me. Okay. And actually, that was in New York as well. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So I totally yeah. understand that. It's kind of like vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to tell me more about that. Later. I will, I will. But this yeah. shows about you. It's okay, not about okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And so then I, I quit banking after mm -hmm. a year and, and a few internships. Um, but after one full year out, and then I decided to teach English in Spain. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I had I'd met someone that was teaching English in Brazil yeah. like, the previous summer, and I was like, Oh, if she can do this, oh, I can do, I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> Let's sign me up for that. It was, it was amazing. I I taught English mm. in Madrid for a year. So cool. Um, and then the path kind of, I don't know. Sometimes you can only take like the next step, right? Yeah. And so then I ended up in the Netherlands the year after because I was dating this Dutch guy, and it, it was very serious. Felt very serious. <laughs> um, and then I went to Boston mm. to study urban planning because oh. one thing I really loved about living in Europe was how well. Mm. plan the communities yes. are and how like the public spaces and the green like the greenery and just things were like really nice and like public transportation mm -hmm. and, and bike paths and things sure, like that yeah. um the communities the communities just felt so alive wow. and i wanted to that's why i wanted to study urban planning nice. to kind of bring that you know to the u.s or, or wherever i was like living right to promote that more um so i studied planning and then um my partner and i Later, uh, after grad school, we went to the Philippines for a couple years. Oh, wow. And then I did a little bit of planning there. Oh. Um, but then, like, again, I, like, didn't feel that good in the Philippines. Yeah. And so I decided to leave after a couple of years. But, you know, kind of, like, try it out and sure. then see. Yeah. It's and the only then, way you can know sometimes, Yeah, exactly. Right? And then the Philippines was a big blessing because I mm. surfed for the first time. No way. In the Philippines. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. So, like, I took my first wave and... I feel like I'm flying. Yeah, like it was walking amazing. on water. Yeah, it's just so incredible. <laughs> it's right? a surreal and experience. Just like feeling like a kid again. Wow. Right, and so I kind of had that stuck in my head and mm. heart 
and I wanted to do more of surfing. Yeah. And so when I was transitioning like out of the Philippines and back to the States, I was like applying to places like um, New York and San Francisco, yeah. where a lot of my friends were. Mm. Um, my family's on the East Coast. And then it took a little bit longer for me to get a job. Sure. Like it was just like a a tougher time and I kind of re-evaluated me or it gave me the space to re-evaluate re what I sure. wanted to do and I decided that I would love to surf mm. and so that's how that was I was a non-negotiable right there well it was like well family friends and planning I was yeah. like okay what about family friends planning and surf mm. what if I can just have two of the three yeah right and so then that opened it up and I started applying to places oh, cool. uh, including Hawaii and I'd never yeah. been here and so when I got the job offer here yeah I actually got two job mm. offers in one week and I had no family and friends here. I didn't know anyone in Hawaii. Yeah. I was like, well, there's surf, right? And there's a job. And so it was kind of like someone was telling me, I think you should go to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a cool story. I never, so, I never yeah. knew about the Philippines and just even learning how to surf over there. And yeah. just having that kind of lead you towards your next steps over right. here. Right. You don't realize it until, you know, you look back. Mm. But I think at the time, if you just kind of, go in the direction where your heart pulls you mm. or, you know what you're like telling yourself right it's like more of like a feeling i think sure. um so then surfing brought me and the job uh brought me to hawaii yeah and then being in hawaii um i started surfing all the time and i started doing art yeah like started painting i met my husband here um, yeah, and now we have a family. Yeah. And so here I am. <laughs> it's it's so cool how uh, you said it was Boston where you were kind of exploring um, through your studies, right? Yeah. Just of, you know, what it meant to be an urban planner. And I'm yeah. sure there's some element of design within just communities and spaces yeah. and Certain how urban people... urban design, yeah. Right, right, right. And so where does... And then you also mentioned, too, your, your other passion, right, of, of um, art um yeah. what specific art art i mean i know but just for our audience like, <laughs> what specific about art uh yeah what's your yeah. story in that well I, I i ended up being drawn to art because i took this summer architecture mm. class um in in new york um during that transition year wow and it was all hand drawing mm. and i remember just drawing for like eight hours straight and then at the end of the program i was like okay well i don't I don't want to be an architect. Yeah. And I like drawing for the first five hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like eight to ten hours in one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that just got me drawing more. And then I like found watercolor. Wow. And so now my main medium mm -hmm. is watercolor. And sometimes I, I draw and uh, for fun sketching. That's with so ink. cool. Um, but I, I use mostly watercolor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. How, um, through your explorations, you know, mm -hmm. starting from this architecture class to what you're doing now. I mean, for, for what I see in your art, like you kind of found, um, yeah, you have kind of uh, uh, many different styles and, and different approaches and, um, but how do you, what's your methodology kind of, like how do you pick what you're gonna paint, how you go about, what's the process like for you? Yeah, um, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> I, um, I've been thinking about that mm. because I, I just started a new collection, oh. right? And like literally, I just found my direction like a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, like last year, I did a, a floral collection, which was watercolor and ink. And the year before, mm. I did um, an ocean collection. Wow. Mostly like aerial views of yeah. the ocean and, and somewhat abstract. Yeah. So it's kind of um, nature that you're yeah. really inspired by. Nature and ocean. Mm -hmm. 
I, I think I just try to find something that um, both technically I want to mm -hmm. explore. Sure. And then aesthetically, just what I'm feeling. Yeah. So last year, I went through this period where I was just taking a lot of walks mm. and I would notice a lot of landscaping. Ah. Like Honolulu has like amazing landscaping, yes. right? Like hibiscus, plumeria, mm. like tea leaves, like um, bougainvilleas. Mm -hmm. And there's just so, so much. And I was just like looking at them closer. Mm. And so I started sketching and painting these flowers because I was just looking at them closer, ah. right? I like picked up, you know, daisies from that look like weeds, right? From <laughs> my apartment, <laughs> like landscaping. And I grabbed them, I'm like, oh, these are actually really pretty. And mm. just kind of taking the time. I think that's what art really is valuable for. Yes. Like it just, when you start painting, you just start noticing, mm. right? Like you start noticing like, the shape of the flower, right? Yeah. And the all color and all the details. Little minute details yeah. that you wouldn't, if you're just kind of whisking on by, right? Right, exactly. And that's with painting anything from a flower mm. to like a scene. Or sometimes I paint, I sketch my friends. Yeah. I love like <laughs> looking at your feature a little bit yeah, closer yeah, yeah. and just like drawing it out. And just I'm going to be all self-conscious now. <laughs> <laughs> just paying more attention. You yeah, know? Yeah. Sometimes we're, we're so stuck in our head, right? Sure, yeah. That, that drawing and painting just helps me to like pay attention. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like this new collection I'm working on, I've been just kind of thinking about what kind of technique mm -hmm. and subject matter. Yeah. Um, and, and then you just kind of go for it and then you, you just go for what feels right. Yeah. You mentioned um, watercolor kind of being one of your, uh, or your primary, I yeah. guess, um, what do you call it? Like uh, medium, medium, I guess, yeah, right? Um, how did you, yeah. how did you, I mean, I mean, there's so many different when it comes to drawing and painting and anything of that nature with your hand, there's so many different um, tools and, and techniques and mm -hmm. you know, you can draw with a pen or you can use a Vic pen or you, there's even just pens in itself. There's like 20 million types of pens. Yeah. Right? But how did you kind of go through um, just that exploration process and kind of land on saying, oh, like, you know what? Watercolors is just something that, speaks to you. Yeah, uh, watercolor is great for, I think, um, I'm gonna say beginner artists or, mm -hmm. or people who don't realize they're an artist yet, right? Because like, they're they're just so portable mm -hmm. for sketching, right? Yeah. You can have like a small pan paint, you just carry around with you. Yeah, you and just need a water. Notebook, <laughs> and you just need water, right? Yeah, yeah, you, just, yeah. you can get like a brush that has water in it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also just, I was using pens. I was drawing and so you just, a black pen yeah right i mean i have many recommendations and we won't go there but you know you, you pick like a couple of the right materials mm -hmm. and it was just so nice to be able to like transport it with me you know if i'm like waiting somewhere i can like yeah sketch a nearby scene or or mm -hmm. object sure and watercolor i love I, I continue with watercolor because the water picks up the pigments and mm -hmm. they like spread the pigments yeah. in a way that you can't always control it like the watercolor looks differently when it dries compared mm. to when it's wet. It dries 30% lighter. Ah. Sometimes it also like dries in ways you're not expecting if you're not paying attention. Right, right, like right. if you're not watching it, the water can like take your pigment and push it up in a direction so where you, you, yeah. you just don't. Like you're like, oh wow. And sometimes you're like, oh, I don't like how you're that like, worked out. Scratch. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, yeah. wow, I didn't plan that. It looks amazing. <laughs> there's this happy like magic. Right? Yeah, 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 there's lots of happy accidents, <laughs> lots of magic in the way that watercolor, you know, just kind of comes into being mm. with your with your painting. Lots, of, lots of surprises. Yeah, yeah, I can and, imagine. Um, and I love watercolor because you can't redo it. 
once it's once it's kind yeah, of bled or once it's done, yeah, you, thing, can't, then... you can't paint white on top. Like yeah. you just can't touch it, and you have to like start over on, with a new painting. Yeah. It's kind of like life, you know. Like you do, and then you're like, okay, got stuff, and then you, you, you know, you just have <laughs> to accept metaphor. the result. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Live with the deal with it. Stop working on it. Like you got stuff, mm -hmm. like you can't continue. I'm sure just even, you know, small things like the type of paper that you use mm -hmm. or um, even just, you know, Hawaii has so much humidity too, right? Yeah. And there's all these different things that yeah, go into art. It's that, very different, like, if you paint outside versus right. painting inside in your studio under more controlled climate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you can go down a rabbit hole of, like, what kind of paper to buy, what mm -hmm. kind of brush to get, what kind of paints you want. So wow. it's the constant learning sure, right? yeah. and exploration of you know finding something that speaks to you yeah. finding your tools and and so what kind of made you go from um kind of doing it as a hobby because now i mean the way that i see you is that you're like a professional artist right? <laughs> thank you <laughs> but but it's you know i like, still have a tough time saying that <laughs> but it's true right it's true i mean if you look at her work and look at the quality of just you being able to just draw from your creativity and your explorations and actually turn that i mean we had we were, we were just in kind of doing our house tour showing you like you know pieces that we hung up because we thought it, it just added such a amazing element to our house right Thank you. um but what has that journey been like for you just kind of going from like yeah more of a hobbyist to to now like hey this is actually something you're doing professionally too in addition to your work right yeah it's it's a step-by-step -step process mm -hmm. for sure i started about um five six years ago going on six years and in the beginning it was just a lot of fun i was just mm. sketching right and a lot of it was just made me happy mm. right? and then um then i had like a high school teacher asked me if i, I was selling something ah. right or like yeah i posted it on facebook yeah yeah and more more people started asking and that must have been such a gratifying yeah like, i was well. like oh <laughs> he's like how much is that painting and i'm like twenty dollars <laughs> you know? like times two <laughs> like are you gonna pay me <laughs> like, um yeah and, and and then and then i started getting some commission requests from mm, friends yeah, mostly, yeah yeah and then friends told friends and then um and i I continually evolved too as an artist, mm. right? In in terms of like exploring why I wanted to paint, mm. and then a couple of galleries um, reached out to me. That's so cool. And then wow. I, and I, I was also proactive about like reaching out to yeah. a couple of people too. And I think, you know, like there was that question like, oh, how much do I want to like invest in this, sure, yeah. right? Because um, it could probably become a full-time thing if you wanted it to, right? <laughs> well, it takes up a lot of yes, time, yes. for sure, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, giving um, myself some space to mm. not be pressured. It's, you know, to make it as an artist, yeah. right, financially. Because yeah. it, it does take some work and time. Yeah, um, there's a lot involved just kind of, yeah, marketing yourself, getting your name yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. Being able to have enough work to pay the bills and then yeah, some, Yeah, right? because the art, like the art business mm. ends up being half the time like business yeah right? and, and like comes with the territory yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so then you know I, there was a point where i was like oh, i'm spending so much time on the business that i'm like not painting mm. as much right yeah and so trying to balance that out with yeah. my job as an urban planner mm. and then just continue try to like you know embrace like new opportunities yeah um and and while trying to give myself mm. a rest and a break as well just kind yeah. of finding that happy medium 
and it's, it's a journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually do remember one of the first times that we did intersect. And I think it was at an art fair mm -hmm. in downtown. And we actually ended in up Chinatown. buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And we actually ended up buying uh, a piece from you, we too. We did. I was, was so that, happy. Uh, humuhu, 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 right? Yeah, that was humuhu. <laughs> No, but I just loved, you know, um, yeah, I think really what I enjoyed about, yeah, like that piece for us, it just like super like stuck out to me. And then, and then just you being able to, because um, to me it was more about the art, right? It was about like you being a part of um, what's happening in the community and yeah. just the way that you guys were interacting with people and yeah. kind of turning it into, um, yeah, not just like, a, oh, this is your little shop, but it was yeah. like kind of an event just to be able to, yeah. just to hang out. And to... Pre-COVID, like, yeah, I, I, I did remember those days. Those, yeah, right? <laughs> Way back in the day. <laughs> uh, I did a few of those fairs and, and I actually love doing, mm. I just love meeting people in the community, yeah. right? And just talking story, like, oh, so what kind of art do you like? Or, mm. you know, what is it, you know, or just asking them about the sure. right? And um, that's and I, I did a few of them, and you just like meet people, and then your mm -hmm. you know your business grows little bit by little bit. Yeah. Because like the people who connect with my art, like you know, it's been a blessing. Like you know, more and more people connect mm. or connecting with my art, and it helps when you like see them face to face. Sure. Right? Yeah. You see somebody face to face. Mm. And I, I miss those events. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I can't wait to be at your next showing or your next gallery or whatever thing where we could actually Thank not be wearing masks and, yeah. and we could be having food and drinks and just hanging out. Right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be really, that'd be really sweet. So, yeah. so just the medium of art, you know, it's, it's, it's such a cool thing, especially with painting, right? Where it's, there's a form of kind of narrative, right? That's found through any kind of painting, whether because you're capturing scenes or maybe yeah. you're capturing moments or, yeah. or like maybe you're, you know, um, there might be some sentimental value depending on maybe the person that you're painting or maybe the animal that you're painting, right? But um, I'm so curious, like, do you have any, any stories of how maybe um, something that you were commissioned for or maybe even just something that you um, painted um, but just kind of a story that came from there that goes kind of just beyond the painting in itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a painting, I think, of when you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I mean, in Hawaii, we talked about how there's just so much inspiration, right, yes. in nature and the ocean. And, you know, it's like painting... I think helps me to like reconnect to right, mm -hmm. reconnect to the earth in sure. that way, and um, as the surfing right. Mm -hmm. So one morning I was paddling out and I, I surf in the morning. Um, Dawn the patroller. Sunrise, Dawn <laughs> yeah. And I was paddling out and it was like just beautiful colors mm. and the moon was full, and it was like pastel ah. kind of purpley pink oh, blue. Just the colors right? you get just at that hour. And yeah. I'm just it's... paddling and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Mm. And what's amazing about surfing in the morning is that like the sky changes mm. like, like that. Like Instantly, you look yeah. away and you're like, oh, it's already different, yeah. right? Yeah, like, oh, the sun's already out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was just like really like looking at mm. that scene. And then um, maybe a couple of weeks later, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to paint yeah. that. So I did a mosaic oh, wow. of like with the moon and then some like sunrise. Oh my gosh. You know, colors. Um, and I made the colors too bright. And so I did it again. I painted yeah. it again. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make it more pastel, you know? And I have that painting like hung in my kitchen. Oh, and so it just, cool. you know, it's not just the painting. And yeah. I was exploring a new uh, a technique style. Mm. Um, but it was also, 
every time I look at that painting, I think of that memory. Yeah, and and you're like, this like, is one I'm keeping. Oh, you're, yeah, you're not yeah, gonna sell exactly. This one. <laughs> I'm not gonna sell that one. I'm like, like reliving, you know, that moment where it's like being in the present again. Yeah, right. Like to just like appreciate what's in the present. Yeah, I love how you captured. Uh, yeah, just something so symbolic to you, and just that you know, I want to say ritual, but just that. Um, going out to dawn patrol there's just something special about that hour and then how like every second i feel like it's so elusive right yeah, and then even is. with like surfing as you know like there's no there's like every wave is unique right there's yeah. no way you can ever catch the same wave because yeah. it's just it's the way water the forms and i don't know the physics yeah. and stuff behind it yeah but even just at that dawn patrol or that that magic hour right how it's like ah, in this moment like you wait two seconds later it's like everything's gonna radically change and and maybe because it changes so quickly mm. it helps you appreciate like oh i gotta soak this in now because yeah. i know it's gonna be different mm. right in like five minutes like clouds will be different lighting and yeah. color will be different but i think what what i've also realized through surfing and through art is that like every minute of our lives are different yeah right we just it's hard for us to appreciate it mm. and to really remember like especially like during covid you're doing the yes. same thing day after day but really like mm -hmm. you know what we're doing now we're never gonna do again i think at yeah, least yeah. like in this way at this for particular sure. moment um, and just like when I'm in the ocean, I like really um, just feel so much gratitude. I'm able to embody that yeah. more. Mm. Like, you know, okay, I'm in the office. Like this might feel like drudgery sometimes, <laughs> but you know, it's like actually this hour is going to be different from the next hour, which sure. is going to be different from the next day and week. I love that. I love yeah. that perspective. Um, I'm going to ask you an interesting question. If you could radically challenge your art, and maybe, I don't know if this is something that you've already thought of, or maybe just like a, a different spin or a different twist, or maybe a different um, way of painting, or maybe a painting on something different, or, yeah, yeah. But, but what's one way if uh, resources didn't matter to you, but if you could just kind of take your art to the next level, what's, what's something that you might consider? Um, if resources were not an issue, I would definitely paint a lot bigger. Mm. I'm used to painting pretty small, yeah. right? And then starting with sketchbooks, it's always kind of small sure. and yeah. I carry around. Even in my studio, mm. which is a home studio, so I don't have that much space. Yeah. You know, I paint like 8 by 10s or my 14. Yeah. I think 18 by 24 is the largest. Mm. Um, but I was just at Hawaiian Graphics and they yeah. have like... A, a 22 by 40 yeah like one piece and you're probably like, drooling i know i was i was like this paper is so beautiful <laughs> things i can do <laughs> but that also means like i need a lot bigger brush yeah. and it also means like i need a lot more paint yeah a whole different and, you know i can't buy set. the small paint tubes i have to buy the big ones yeah and, and all of that is resources mm. and and i need like to be undisturbed for two days right? <laughs> and like empty you know, yeah. floor or a table. I'd probably have to paint on the floor. Yeah. Um, I would love to paint larger. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you feel like you need courage, you sure. know, to paint larger. You don't want to like waste the paper yeah. or whatnot. Um, but I, yeah, I know that's something that I want to do and I will do at some point, but that's, uh, yeah. That's the goal. Um, yeah. Who who are some of your, um, or if there's one or two artists that are just, you know, really, really um, big inspirations to you and maybe they've inspired your style or yeah. maybe just reviewing their work, like it just makes you want to paint more. Like who would one or two of those people be? Yeah, um, I would say an early watercolor um, 
a teacher of mine, his name is Robert Dvorak, mm. and he's based in California. Okay. But he used to do workshops, like one-day workshops at the Museum of Art. Very cool. Yeah, Art, Museum of Art School. And um, he really helped, I think, like launch me. He was very supportive. Oh, oh so you actually took his, his yeah, class? Yeah, I, I took his, nice. I've taken a couple of his classes. Oh my gosh. And then I also did, um, his. he does a trip to Molokai okay. every year. If anyone's interested in doing yeah, watercolor yeah. in Molokai, yeah, he does this awesome. He organizes it and wow. does the teaching, and and yeah, he's he's really um, inspiring and also encouraging mm. and like great energy and I always learn a lot from him. I can just imagine the sessions that you had yeah. with him, just pushing your art to the yeah, and then just being around that other creatives in exactly. that space, right? It just, yeah, yeah. It's just everybody's just inspiring one another through that. Yeah, like exploring together. Mm. Kind of. And then another art teacher um, who's been really impactful to me, his name is Chris Zorn. Mm. Mm. And he used to also teach at Lena Kona as well um, cool. before COVID. Um, and he helped me to focus on like going deeper in my craft, yeah. like using just one brush and practicing like so many sessions with just two paint colors, wow. right? And using just the same paper, yeah. right? Like, you know, go deep, right? Yeah. And like, you know, really understand your materials and um to understand yourself in a way mm, as you express yeah. jen i haven't known you for a long time but in in the few years that we have gotten to know each other it's it's been just amazing seeing your your art your your um your passion for art and even just your styles just kind of go to next levels you're always leveling up and 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 i'm just seeing you know just your love for the craft just like oh, I was like, oh, can anybody love painting anymore? But then I said, like, oh, then I see your next thing, and it's like, oh, I guess, I guess that is possible. So I just, I just love and appreciate that about you. But unfortunately, our time is coming down. That to, was so fast. That was really like was I feel really like fast. we just, we just did introductions, right? Yeah. Um, but I just want to allow you just to have the space. Um, if you could address this front camera here, and yeah, if there's. Um, anything you want to promote or maybe if you have a message of inspiration but i just want to allow you have to have a time to shine yeah um see what's my message i think i think one of my messages as an artist and hopefully as a, a teacher one day um is you know if you have any inkling to try watercolor art yeah just give yourself a try right i think we as people our culture tells us we're not creative or you have to be a certain type of artist um, and through my own journey and then like how I see others as well I think everyone we are we're all creative and we have something um, that wants to come out of us so yeah I would encourage you to explore and play um, with art and if you need a little direction uh, or if you want to check out my art um, as Alex mentioned I have a website it's JanetMonkeyLau.com that's J-A-N-E-T uh, M-E-I-N-K-E-L-A-U dot com. And I have, yeah, I have Instagram. And if you have questions or whatnot, um, yeah, feel free to reach out. Mm. And thank you so much for your time. So awesome. The amazing painter, amazing artist, amazing uh, inspiration. This is Janet Menke Lau. 
Um, again, and then we'll put her information also in the description box below if you ever want to, yeah, have a chat with her or maybe you want to purchase some of her art or maybe you want to uh, do an art session together, right? Yeah, <laughs> Or maybe go surfing together. Maybe, yeah. Capture those Dawn Patrol moments together, yeah. right? But um, thank you so much just for, yeah, taking the time to truck it all the way over to um, YPO to have a conversation. Yeah, and thank yeah. you for your time, Alex, I'm and so, inviting yeah. me to just share, you yeah. know? and uh, I've always appreciate like the genuine enthusiasm mm. that you have and um, the care that you put into everything you do so oh really thank you so it. much this, yeah. you can keep going no, no, no. <laughs> but again yeah so you can uh, contact Janet and um, but that's about it for this episode of I am talk so be sure to stay tuned and maybe like in in your next season maybe you'll have um, something else to promote or, or you never know. You never, never know. know. But, yeah. There's always something, I think. <laughs> but thank you again for your time and uh, yeah, tune in next time for the next episode or maybe the next time we see Janet. So thanks again, everybody, and we'll, we'll see you soon. Peace. Wow, that was just a sneak preview of what's to come next here on I Am Talk. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tap that bell icon to get the latest notifications on the upcoming episodes here on I Am Top. So who's ready to talk story? Let's go.